enterprise value is what I'm most passionate about. I mean, yeah. I, I really want to help um, hundreds of business people create hundreds of millions of dollars in enterprise value, which, by the way, gets to trillions of dollars, mm-hmm. right? Big numbers. But I want to do that, and I'm passionate about it. It fuels me. It gives me joy. Um, and so that was my answer. My answer was, yeah. I want to do that. And so, but here's what I said. I said, I think when I'm like 65 or 70 years old, I hope I can be a sage and I can really help people in business. And mm-hmm. I was telling a, a buddy of mine that a few years after that, we were having this conversation yeah. casually. And he's like, dude, what are you going to wait for? Yeah, do it now. What are you yeah. waiting for? And I'm like, oh man, I got still have a lot to learn. Mm-hmm. And so, and I do still have a lot to learn. And, yep. and that's very important to me. I don't have it all figured out. Um, I am learning every day, sometimes by trial and error. And so that's what Epic is. It's a, it's a community to really bring people together. Um, the community is so powerful. Mm-hmm. I mean, math, that's why masterminds work. That's why all these different environments work. Um, the most valuable thing that I think a lot of these environments offer is the community. 100%. And so um, I, I want to build these communities of people that truly can help each other because the problems are the same. Right. The problems yeah. are the same. They're different, but they're the same. The solutions are the same. And so that's that's it. Yeah. I, it's funny. Every time that we do, we coach entrepreneurs on stuff, yeah. they think that they have these unique, <laughs> like, it's my business is going through these specific <laughs> things. I'm like, but you hear the same exact problems every single time. And, and, and so, yeah, you're right. The power of uh, masterminds in the community, right? So we do these four big events a year. We call them our wealth cons, right? Um, and part of it, so that, for example, the last one, we had about a thousand entrepreneurs here in Vegas, um, you know, two days, or it was four days actually, but of speakers and all the fun stuff. But the part where our students get the most value is we do these mastermind sessions, little breakout groups, right? So there's like 10 people all in a circle in a hot seat, right? With people who are very similar to them. And because they're able to bounce ideas and uh, with other people who are in this in the trenches That's doing right. the same thing. And there's always a ton of value that gets generated, which I love. Um, so yeah, it's, it's been great. So huge. Yeah, and you mentioned, you know, you've been at these tables with some really high level people. What's, a, what's like a nugget that stuck with you from some of those conversations? You know, rich, I've been, I've been around some rich people. Mm -hmm. Okay. And so rich people usually are pretty loud and it's really hard to tell what loud people are saying. Mm. Uh, When people are screaming at you um, and they're, you know, I always use the story of the guy or the gal that's standing on top of their jet or standing in front of their car or standing in front of their mansion. Flexing their watches. Flexing it, right? That's a rich game. Mm -hmm. And and so I've had the privilege to be around a lot of wealthy people and wealthy people are quiet. Mm -hmm. And wealthy people aren't using big words. Um, they, They may have all the luxuries of life. They have the, you know, everything that we could talk about, they have. But they're not boasting about that. Um, they're approachable. Um, I've, I've had five business partners. I mean, it's starting out as a very young man that are ultra high net worth, multi, multi-billion mm-hmm. uh, heirs. And I can tell you, they all have consistently been um, in a wealthy mindset. And that is where they're learning. They're mm-hmm. taking notes. Um, I got to tell you, I mean, I've, I've, you know, I'm, I'm not going to name drop, but yeah. some of the most extraordinary people in business I've had the privilege to work alongside of. And I can tell you, most of the time they have a notepad and they're taking notes on what everybody's saying because they're learning. If they knew it all, they wouldn't be doing it. So that's been liberating. Uh, mm-hmm. For me, that's been liberating that I don't have to be the smartest guy in the room. 
I don't have to have the most expanded vocabulary. I don't have to talk about what I've achieved or what I've accomplished or what I've done or what I own. I don't have to do that, right? Because wealth is a beautiful thing, right? Wealth is a beautiful thing because, you you know, rich feels more like a grind to me and mm-hmm. wealth feels more like a sustainable marathon, yeah. right? And grinds aren't sustainable, right? You can grind. I mean, I trust me. We yeah. grind in businesses, but it's not sustainable, so yeah. the talking heads that say it's a grind, you got to push, you got to fight, you got to wake up at five a.m., you got to kill yourself, you've got to be sustainable. Able, it's not yeah. sustainable, and it's no fun, man. It's just no <laughs> it's fun, true. right? And so for me, it's about having fun. So I think the the biggest nugget that I've <clears> taken <throat> away um, from being around you know these brilliant brilliant minds is that they're continuous learners. Mm. They have infectious they they, they have <clears> infectious <throat> personalities when it comes to attracting people because they're approachable. Yes. Right. They're approachable. They're not always accessible. They're not always accessible. <laughs> Big right? you, difference. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You can't. You can't always. You know, show up in their lobby and say, "Hey, I want to talk to you." Sometimes you can, by the way. Yeah. Um, but they're approachable, and you're like, "Man, I understand you. I relate to you. I can learn from you." So, um, you know, that's who I want to be. And let me tell you, you know, as as a young guy, I remember getting my first jet, and mm-hmm. you know, I mean, I remember some of these things, and I was like, "Oh, this is awesome." Yeah. And now, when I you know gain assets or whether it be any of those toys, we could talk about. Um, I keep it quiet. And mm-hmm. I'll tell you, my kids, I mean, my two sons, um, they are great uh, levels of humility for me and my wife. But I mean, if I was posting a selfie of me, you know, in a yeah. private aircraft or, you know, on a yacht or somewhere else, I mean, they know what I'm doing. And they're like, Dad, what is that? You know, and I'm like, <laughs> yeah. oh, my gosh, man. I'm like, you know, That's so, good. so I've got I've got some people around me that say, hey, yeah, keep you humble. Keep me humble. Right. Yeah. I need it. So mm-hmm. uh, that's what I've learned. Humility. Humility is powerful. People that are screaming and yelling and talking about getting rich and mm-hmm. beating your ass and just going after it. Um, man, first of all, they got to be tired. <laughs> They've got to be tired. I mean, if you're just yeah. yelling at everybody, mm-hmm. preaching at everyone, isn't that fatiguing? Absolutely. Who wants to do that? Yeah. Right? So anyway, that's that's my nugget. Uh, I think that's huge. And that's part of the reason why like Ryan's most recent book was The Wealthy Way, right? So it's the whole thing of don't go broke trying to get rich, yeah. right? Don't. Um, you know, Ryan out of necessity, um, was always home by five. Um, it's just because that's the, the agreement that he had with his wife. And so he, we be, became efficient with the time that we spent in the office. Yeah. Right. So if we had a, like we have, we have our core values. If I could add another one, it'd be just like, don't, we, we don't waste time in here. Right. So we're, like we're, if we're in the office, we're, we're here to work and then we're, we're out of here and, and, and we're gone and we're, we're enjoying whatever we're enjoying. Right. And obviously the, there are definitely days and especially with, leadership that, you know, we're, we're, I love work. And so yeah. I, I'm working around the clock, you know, but him and I will be texting till like 10, 11 o'clock at night. Yeah. Right. Um, but that doesn't feel like work. And also it's not what we expect of our employees. Right. Right. And, um, and, and see, yeah, man, uh, that, that whole grind culture is definitely some, I, I find it interesting. And, you know, I, I think like you said, there, there's a time and a place for, you know, hunkering down and, you know, cranking out, you know, a long day or a long for week sure. to like get something to get a project done. But overall, it's it just, it, yeah, they, they, they got to be tired. You, you, don't, you don't have to give up life, but also, you know, I don't, people always ask me about balance. Mm. And for me, it's, it's one and the same, right? I mean, my, my, when I come home from a business day, yeah. that my wife and I are talking about what happened that day, right? Yeah. I mean, I'm not like walking in and going, turning off business. I mean, if I'm, sure. if I'm texting or I'm doing something or I'm on a call that's business related, you know, my family understands that. At the same time, um, I'm very intentional about having quality time with my family. So I was at dinner last night with uh, one of my leadership teams mm-hmm. and one of the guys at the table was saying, hey, 
Um, you know, I've missed the last few, my daughter's last few soccer games. And he was just telling a story and he wasn't mm-hmm. even trying to bring it up. Yeah. And I immediately stopped him. And I'm like, hey, man, you don't have to do that. Yeah. Like, you don't have to do that. Like, my expectation of you is not that you're missing your daughter's soccer games. Like, I know we have a lot going on, but if you want to do that, right? Like, I was at all my kids' sporting events, mm-hmm. except track meets, because they were just oh, too so long. long. They yeah. were long and boring. It was hot. We were in Texas. I was like, man, I'm not coming to all the track meets, but I was at everything else. Yeah. And so I'm like, go to those events. Go yeah. to those events, right? And I mean, if you know, if you're the guy over in the stands and you're there and you're having to send a text every mm-hmm. minute or two, so be it. Yeah, you know, so be it. But go to them, be there, be part of it. So you don't you don't have to miss that stuff. 